0: Welcome to the Unemployed Podcast. Oh, God, no. Today is a very special day. We're trying something fun, something new. Today is a Just Anna and Ellen episode. We don't have Mm -hmm. um, an interview proper. However, we are going to try some fun stuff from our listeners. So we've had some people um, contribute to this episode, which I'm really excited about.
1: Uh, hi, mm-hmm. everybody. How are you? Hi, Ellen. How are you? Hey, uh, it's so nice to be here just with you, just a little me new time. Just Anna and Ellen
0: time, you know? Um, and I've been <laughs> begging people on Twitter to reach out to us because I love, I love like involving uh, the people who listen to this podcast. Literally, we yeah. are here sitting here recording it for you. So this is your opportunity to reach out, to say anything you want to say. You know, I'm not even asking for anything much. I'm just saying, like, you want to spill your gut on some jobs or, you know, talk some shit mm-hmm. on some former bosses or, I don't know. We want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, anything like that you feel like you need to get off your chest, I am I am ready for it. I am here yeah. for you. And some people uh, took us up on that. You know what I'm saying? Some people... Yeah. Know-
1: so they thank reached out. you. And yeah. we're going we're gonna to shout you out in this show. Totally. Yeah.
0: But first, we wanted to chat a little bit about, like, work going on in the world, right? The job, the job world, I should say. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I have right? some, a few uh, employment-related stories we can talk about here. Love it. Love it. So, okay, so this first one, there's this Wall Street Journal article out right now that some of you might have seen. Um, it came out recently. <laughs> it talks about people who <laughs> they're secretly working two jobs from a home and badass. therefore they're doubling their salary, which, yes, is very badass.
0: <laughs> That's the best thing that ever happened to someone. If you have the energy, like, I'm not saying I do, you know, I'm like over 25 now uh, and <laughs> I feel like I could. I don't know that I could do that, but that's yeah, like full time jobs. Ellen, like like benefits, like you have to be on Slack all day. Like
1: mm-hmm. it's like white collar jobs, really. Yeah, like they they had um, they they asked somebody who's like a software engineer about it, and they're like, yeah, I do two jobs a week, and actually I only do like ten hours of work a week because these jobs are just like super easy. Wow. And, Yeah, I mean, that just says a lot to me about like a lot of white collar jobs. A lot of these white collar jobs that people can do from home are so easy or the standards are so low that no one even notices you're splitting your time on another job, which is wild. That's cool.
0: Yeah, whereas unlike my field where it's like you have to, oh, we have an audition for you, it's due in two hours, and you have to get that done while also doing another job that makes you money while also doing another job that you need to do. Like, I do 70 jobs, but I'm paid for, like, two
1: you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. see you should have become a software engineer (laughs) oh every single day I I wake up and I go Anna in your next life
0: become a coder you know do something Yeah. get into finance do better at math you know just learn something you know Mm -hmm. I sat through fucking 12 years of school and I was like "Ah, which Broadway show will I be in first
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, Well, Uh, you know, what do you think about that though? I think like more power to them if you can take advantage of this system and make it work for you, um, do it. And a lot of these jobs probably. I mean, not the the software engineer, probably, but a lot of these white-collar jobs, probably, you know, mediocre salaries, like, some benefits. So, like, Mm -hmm. if it's not, like, stressing you out, like, I'm impressed. Go for it. Right, and
0: in person, you'd be doing one of these because you'd have to commute there. You'd have to, you know, be there every day. Like, you wouldn't be able to do two of these. So, like, it is kind of a little bit of a silver lining of a pandemic that you got to go home and... My lighting is so bad that you got to stay (laughs) home and double your salary just because you can. I mean, there were a lot of jobs. I don't know, uh, like my day jobs and stuff. Like, I was really good at writing a pilot during my day job. You know, and I got my I got my work done. I mean, I wasn't paid yet
1: for that pilot, but yeah, I think we've all double dipped, you know, a little bit. But I've never had like two totally full-time jobs at once, That's, that's a lot. But I thought, my first thought when I was reading this article was like, do these people not have LinkedIn? Because you can't list two full-time Ellen, jobs, people would see that. That's like, is like cheating fucking, on your wife on Facebook. You are married to LinkedIn. You literally <laughs> like Ellen's like it doesn't count unless it's on LinkedIn. Like, well, they send she, me so many emails. I, I picture can't stop you meeting someone and you're like, "What do you do?" And and
0: they're like, "Ah, oh, you know, I'm a, a coder. I, I build websites." And you're like, hmm, "Well, let's see if LinkedIn says something Looking about you up that." On yeah, LinkedIn
1: she's, right now. she's
0: confirming <laughs> if this is true or falls um wait that's so funny though i i imagine if i had a job that's very easy that pays me money and i don't have to do shit for it like i'm not putting that on linkedin you know keep mm-hmm. that a secret keep that keep that gold
1: close to yeah. yourself you okay know? So, so there's actually a website called Overemployed <gasps> that Well, they got to sponsor us. Yeah, we got to hit them up. But so they like give, they have like a lot of articles and stuff about like how to do this, having two jobs at once. Mm -hmm. And one of their tips is like, you know, you can just say you're on a social media cleanse and that's why your LinkedIn isn't up to date. Oh, because
0: LinkedIn counts as social media. Honestly, it does now. People are now updating their LinkedIn like they used to do on Facebook, you know, where you're like, I woke up this morning and I thought about Myself and I feel depressed today and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, shut the fuck up. We're on LinkedIn, okay? This is where I need to be like, yo, where did you go to college? Do we have a friend in common? Can you hire me to write on this TV show? Dope, dope, dope. Like, people <laughs> yeah, are yeah. now,
1: it's now become an emotional uh pool. Um I think so. I think it's like similar to using Facebook almost at this point where it's a little bit antiquated, LinkedIn. I don't mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. Really, yeah, I don't think it matters that much, which is why I, I like to joke about it.
0: (laughs) I told you I go on so um, infrequently that the last time I went on and I was like, oh, that's weird. I need to update something. And then I got like three messages congratulating me on a new job. And I was like, oh, I did this job five years ago, but because I updated it, they got some kind of little red flag like, Anna's hired. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, LinkedIn, you're not really, really on point I there. I love
0: talking so much shit on LinkedIn until they contact <laughs> us and they're like, we love your podcast. We're there for you. We want to sponsor you. Like, imagine if mm-hmm. this was the un- unemployed with Anna Royce been brought to you by LinkedIn. I'd lose my fucking mind I'd i mean love it. yeah if anyone works for linkedin or has a connection to someone at linkedin please write into the show this is the whole show we're gonna be like listen if you also if you work two jobs and you are just playing the job field right now you gotta let us know how yeah. it's going
1: or overemployed you know maybe you want to sponsor us i don't mm-hmm. know
0: look over-employed us up employed for underemployed that's a mind fuck i love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um Doing a okay, so, podcast makes me feel overemployed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is so true. Sometimes, yeah. And, but, and thank <laughs> you for joining this dumb idea with me. You know, I, I Ellen Ellen wasn't employed when she came
0: on, and and that was fine. <laughs> and now she's employed, and I feel bad being like, "Yo, can we do this episode now?"
1: And you're like, "I have yeah. work." I mean, I'm also on a bowling team, which you know about, and and that also feels like. A yeah. job sometimes too hobbies right. feel like jobs sometimes yeah basically. yeah
0: which you know what if you really take it seriously good it should it should feel like a job mm-hmm. because maybe it will become a job maybe you will become a professional bowler ellen you know you still have a whole many years left <laughs>
1: um bowling and making a podcast are definitely more fun than an actual job so no no complaints here got it got it besides um, the one she has now right Oh, yeah. Besides that one. I love yeah, it. <laughs> I love course. going to work. <laughs>
0: I've heard, I heard, my friend told me someone got fired because they talked shit about their job on a podcast. It wasn't our podcast. Don't worry. Not, I don't want to put that out there because I would never, ever, ever want that. I don't want anyone to be unemployed but I was like, damn, some employers listen to podcasts. It's yeah. Time?
1: I, I wouldn't go there. It's it's too risky for mm-hmm. sure. It's the same with Twitter or Instagram. I would never yeah. post anything. And that's
0: never no. what I intended for this to be. This isn't a podcast. People don't shit on old jobs like in in such a negative. It's like we're laughing at the jobs we mm-hmm. did, you know, like unless they want
1: and to. Stuff. And the old job deserves it. But no, that's not the that's. <laughs> (laughs) not the main focus. No,
0: definitely not. I just like to know people's journey and like how they got to where they are Mm -hmm. through jobs and without jobs because I'm still figuring it out day after day after day.
1: Same. After month, after year,
0: after chasing paychecks. I like look today (laughs) because I didn't get paid for a job over a month ago. I'm like, shit, should I like when when do I hit up my agent and be like, yo, it's been a net 30 days since this job. Um, that's
1: probably when you should do it. Net 30. Okay, thanks. Because then it's late. <laughs> Unless they did something in the contract where it's 60 days. But anyway. anyway, right, but <laughs> I got to double check that. Shit. Because um, that is a thing. Okay, so anyway. So then <laughs> the other article I wanted to talk about yes. was I recently heard about this thing that's been happening on Twitch where there's been a wave of streaming from hot tubs and pools over the course of 2021, which is funny.
0: This is my dream job. I'm not going to lie. Like, when you sent me this, I was like, God damn it, how do we get a fucking hot tub and do this podcast and stream it to Twitch and just get
1: on? Right. Well, that's what I was going to suggest. If we want to get more views, (sighs) more listens, maybe we need to move this into a hot tub or a pool. Basically.
0: I would love to do that. It's really hard in a New York City apartment, though, to find the space and water for a hot tub or a pool. I know. Um, there well, have been, they've been so doing many it years here where I search, like, hotels with pools, and then you find <laughs> out it's, like, $400 for the day. And you're like, never mind. I will shower
1: cold. Like, <laughs> Okay, so this phenomenon is called hot tub meta streams. Mm-hmm. And not everyone has, like, an actual hot tub. They have, like, inflatable hot tubs, right. So maybe you could rig something up on your Balcony,
0: an inflatable hot tub. Let me just explain <laughs> something to you. Even though I live in a cool building, um, I cannot take a bath in my own bathtub because the hot water doesn't allow it to fill up. So, like, I guess if you want to come over and we boil a bunch of water in my soup pots,
1: <laughs> and oh, then pour, pour oh you into- could go in your actual tub. That would be much easier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> except for uh, the hot water thing. Yeah. But I love the idea of a blow up pool.
0: You know, um. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun on the roof. I don't know. I used to joke that I wanted to uh, play video games topless because I was like, I like my boobs. It's fine. It's and very,
1: very close to this. So, yeah, all of these women are just wearing bikinis, and they just sit right. in hot tubs and pools, and just they t- talk to people.
0: Listen, so- I don't know if our listeners know, but we're recording this right now. I am actually in a bra only. I don't know
1: if you can see. It's very but, close to a bathing suit, yes. but
0: I, Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if I record in, like, a string bikini, would you guys sign up for the Patreon? Like, mm-hmm. I don't mean to, uh, you know, whore myself out there, but, like, also... <sighs> Why not at this point? I mean. It just
1: sweetens the pot
0: a little, you know. Everybody's never promised, you know. And I was told by a doctor I had very tender breasts this week. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, your mammogram? Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have very tender breasts. So.
0: Um, apparently, <laughs> I'm just so young and tender. It's like sick. They were like, we can't. It's hard to read because they're just so young and tender. And I was like, um, wow. thank you That's so very, much. Yeah,
1: it's a compliment, right? I did not right?
0: expect to come here and get hit on, but I am enjoying it at this point. You know? <laughs> The last time I had a lover call my breasts tender... I don't think ever, you know, because we don't live in the
1: 1940s. <laughs> Jared, come on, step up the game there. No, I think if Tender. he said that, I'd be
0: like, get out of my room. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a bit weird.
0: Um, Remember in 40-year-old Virgin when he's like, yeah, her breasts, they felt like a,
1: just like a, a bag yeah. of
0: sand. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the guys are like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, congrats to you for that. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. So
0: anyway, um, maybe I should use them. To make
1: money by doing this podcast. You never, you know, you might as well try. I'd have to
0: warn our guests. I'd be like, be warned. I am in a very string bikini, uh, but please <laughs> feel want- free to wear whatever you want. I am going to seriously interview you. I still would love
1: to have you here. This is just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your just- guests would be like, why are you wearing a bikini in a hot tub? Right and I'll now? be like,
0: girl, I need to make a little money doing this thing. Already. But you can okay. do it
1: for like everybody every other social media platform you used to like, just make all your TikToks in like a hot tub or like mm-hmm. make all of your soups in a pool. I do
0: make my soups in bikinis. I don't know if you saw me do that. You do I- that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, I'm on my way, you know? Only fans is, my, is the
1: end of the line yeah. you <laughs> you just know, for need, me. You just need to throw some water in there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, I just, I'm always trying to think of creative ways to make more money uh, to support myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Thank you.
0: Thank well, you so much, guys. Thank you, everybody, for uh for letting me you know, work it's that out.
1: All about being Woo. being a, an influencer. Um so anyway, <laughs> there's an, <laughs> there's one job that I'm pretty sure uh you can't do from a hot tub, though. Okay. And it's being the guy who does the Austin Power Dance every day at that theme wow. park in Australia.
0: Honestly, yeah. It's funny, because I feel like he kind of went viral, right? this this mm-hmm. job yep. went viral recently, um, the Austin Powers man. where was it Australia?
1: Yeah, this uh, theme park in Australia called Movie World. Okay,
0: very cool. Um, yeah, this job seems great. Um, but also what's funny is we were all like, oh, my God, this is wild. This is crazy. But then we're like, what about Broadway actors who play, like, the same role every night for, like, <laughs> 10 years, you know? It's like, I'm Aladdin every single fucking night on Broadway, you know? Uh, yeah, I do that yeah. Aladdin song, you know? And so that's, like, where I th- I was like, it's so funny. Everyone's, like,
1: fascinated by this. And it's like, think about theater actors. It is. It's, the, it's very similar. I think the thing that really just, um, it's just the fact that it's, the Austin Powers dance, because yeah, that so movie specific. has just become, like, such a meme, and it's just, like, yeah, it has, like, a, like a, it's a bit of nostalgia for me, really, like, mm-hmm. and to, the, to know that somebody does that dance every single day <laughs> is just a joy.
0: Do you it's know that joy. I, I was obsessed with Dr. Evil. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you do a good, um, you could do a good Dr. Evil, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've
0: been plagued by that, though, because I put it on my resume thinking, This is cool. This
1: is fun. Yeah. (laughs) This
0: is so fun. You know, what does she do? She plays the saxophone. She sings and she can do Dr. Evil. Like, I just thought I'm going to stand out here in New York City. For sure. Um, I'm not as good as I used to be at it, but I do. I live for Dr. Evil.
1: Me too. Great character. Shout out Mike Myers. (laughs) I met him once. Did you? I think
0: he asked me where something was. It was awesome, though. I was like. Was it at work? No, I met him at Just for Laughs in Montreal at the oh, right at an yeah. event. Yeah, it was so fun. I post that picture every now and then because it's so wild that I met him. He was like so iconic for our childhood, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like those yeah. movies alone, and like you know, I feel like I didn't watch SNL as much when he was on, but I knew him more from movies.
1: Yeah, same. Uh, Austin Powers was my favorite movie. When Do you have I was a favorite
0: kid? of the? It's three, right? Mm-hmm. Three uh, the
1: original the first one the first one that's the second one i favorite. remember was
0: really good too i didn't love the third that's yeah the third it w- is the fat bastard one right
1: yeah it, yeah it was a little bit uh it was yeah <laughs> they didn't need to make that third one they went a little too far with that i don't know
0: i i like that it came in three you know and i i sort of like a good trilogy like that like we'll remember it Sometimes mm-hmm. it'll be on, you know, they'll have like that third one on. And I'll be like, which one is this? You know, because I don't remember the third one as well.
1: Yeah. And
0: and then I'm like, oh, I'm just happy it's on, you know.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, out of all the Mike Myers movies, I think that's uh, probably my favorite series. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Um, OK, so we are I-, I wanted to also bring in a story that one of our listeners sent in a long time ago when I wanted to do Christmas stories. Um, but you know what? I like, I like this story a lot. So I wanted to read it. And uh, this is from a listener. So we're going to call this story time from a listener. Are you ready for it? Yes. We had our office Christmas party at the local pub. There were maybe around 30 to 40 people there, all drinking outside, eating nibbles, and making merry. I didn't drink because I was driving, so I sat in the corner observing the going-ons. Towards the end of the night, this absolutely horrible bitch, who was a mess (laughs) the entire night, sitting on men's laps, flashing her tits around, oh my god, who did I work with, Uh, punched one of the other employees in the face. Just kidding, it wasn't me. As the only sober person, I was witness to the entire event and ended up being the key witness in the inquiry at work the next week. She had tried to give this guy a friendly punch on the shoulder, but missed. Hmm. So wound up for a second attempt, missed again, and got him right in the face. I love that this person was like, and I fucking watched this whole thing. Uh, (laughs) Photos of his black eye were submitted to the inquiry. She ended up getting fired because, despite it being an honest accident, I don't know if you call that an honest accident. It doesn't sound like
1: it. Sorry. She was,
0: she was still a bitch that was in a shocking state, and no one liked her. I also ended up getting her job after she left.
1: Oh, okay, come on, a friendly punch. Really? Uh, here's Who likes a friendly punch?
0: Also, a friendly punch times three. Like if you miss the first time, you don't go don't back go for back. the friendly punch. You know, no. it's like it's like it's an so awkward, awkward first kiss, yeah. you know, with someone. It's like if you miss their mouth, there's no coming back from that. You can't then kiss and make up. it romantic or nice or anything like it's not going
1: to be fun or cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. But I, I love that. You know, the last line of this really does. um give me all the explanation i need. i need i ended up getting her job after she left which means Heck you yeah. sat there sober you you know oh i'm sober i'm looking cute i'm having some snacks i'm watching this fucking yeah. mess of a drunk woman letting it happen the shit out of a co-worker because <laughs> i'm getting her get job. job yeah
2: it's yeah. like
0: the kindest nicest tanya harding moment ever right like she's not gonna Uh go and take her down (laughs) she's gonna watch herself fall like
1: yeah it was um i feel like maybe i've been in this situation before i just see somebody sort of like doing something wrong but i don't want to like stop stepping and correct them because they're they're a bad person (laughs) and they deserve it but you know i get it i'm too
0: vocal i think if i see something i'm gonna be like This is wrong. Like, I would be like, don't punch him. You're drunk. Go drink. Go eat. Go drink some water. Go get away from this man. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, you're a better person than me. I guess so. (laughs) Who knew? Who
0: knew? After I pretended I was that person in this story, I was like, ooh, that's me. (laughs) I'm having drinks. I'm taking my top off and I'm. Punching people, nope, nope, not me. That's not me., uh, um, I love the story though. I think this is great. I can't wait for Christmas time because I do want to get more holiday stories, like, oh man, holiday Christmas, you know, there are like certain events that just shouldn't that happen and shouldn't happen. And I feel like holiday parties for offices is like a big, a big one, right?
1: Mhm. I love a good office holiday party story. Yeah. And I feel I like I have a office
0: holiday party.
1: I do like that as well. But um and I do because I think a lot of people we've talked to actually haven't liked them for some reason. Yeah.
0: They haven't. I think they feel like it's a little bit too personal. Like you're, you know, you're in a different state, you're drinking alcohol, you're kinda of, you're out, you're not in work mode yeah. and some people don't want some people aren't here to make friends it you is know a little I mean? bit
1: cringe and awkward but it's yeah. also that's kind of what's fun about it because yeah. you get to see people kind of be a mess and right. it's a little bit fun sometimes. and then take
0: their fucking jobs when they
1: mess up and too much. just take their jobs <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah right <laughs> um, while we're on that I, I also asked for our listeners if you could say anything to an old boss or your current boss or anything. Anonymously, what would you say? Ellen, I want you to think about if you have something to say, too. Mm. To a current boss, to an old boss. Um, you don't have to name names. Anybody. I, I don't want anyone to ever get in trouble, but it would be so fun. So I got a couple. That yeah. um, Not mm-hmm. many, but I got a couple. Someone said, this was real, that their boss said, you are really going to do great stuff with that big, beautiful brain of yours. I'm not worried about you. It's a little... It's cringy, right? It's a little Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. And then... This person wished that they said, they didn't say this, but they wished. They said, you should worry about me because my big, beautiful brain is telling me to burn this place to the ground.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, a little arson mixed in there. It sounds, uh, sounds I love good. It. She also wrote, decades
0: later, I'm still sore. Screw that guy. <laughs> I love it. You said burn this place to the ground because you're still kind. like you, You're yeah. still being too nice. You didn't say, I want to fucking burn this place with you in it yeah yeah which it's could have been what there. you said
1: yeah. right right yeah i don't do you have anything in like that you would tell oh yeah
0: boss? i wish i i used to work when i worked in restaurants i had some sleazy fucking bosses mm-hmm. and um i'm sure they can all guess who they are at this point i'm not gonna name names but uh one of them i wish i said i hope the security cameras catch you doing cocaine in this office because (laughs) you seem to catch people on their phones (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, oh that's good thank you wow that felt real good this is cathartic actually guys send in your shit it could even be something nice you know what i mean it could be something nice you know what i'd say i had a nice boss once at a at another restaurant that i worked at um a female and uh And she was a bossy bitch. Like, she was awesome in a good Mm -hmm. way. I meant that as a a (laughs) compliment. And I was like, you know, you really have your shit together. All these other, like, dude managers should take a fucking lesson from you. Like, she just, like, you know, and she wasn't, like... I don't know. She didn't really even have to try hard. Like she was just like a real person, like a cool person. So many people have That's such awesome. a fucking ego, especially in the restaurant world. It's so pretentious that like the bo- the, the male managers, uh, uh, not all of them, you guys, some of you guys rock. But, mm-hmm. you know, some of them are like, I have to be more pretentious than the guests that I serve. So like it comes out in the way they manage their uh, own yeah. staff. Yeah, that was kind of the vibe I got, I or I just worked in the wrong places. You know what I mean? We had one more. Someone on Twitter said, "You used me to get approvals at many accounts, and once that was accomplished, you fired me. Not the way to treat an employee."
1: Mm-mm-mm. They're right. No. Mm.
0: I feel like on this podcast sometimes I talk about, like, employee versus boss. Like, we are completely different playing fields. I hope some of you guys listening to this thing are bosses (laughs) and you manage people because I think you can learn a lot from the complaints that we get. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I do this. I want to be my own boss, so start with a podcast. They
1: say... (laughs) <laughs> that's that's what they say yeah no. that's,
0: that you know that old saying
1: start oh with the podcast. my god
0: there's a commercial <laughs> out right now you know i have cable tv and i love i love commercials and i watch them mm-hmm. and i audition for them and i hope to be the voice of all of them um <laughs> but there's this commercial out i can't remember what it's for it's not for anything in the podcast world but it's like Two girls, they're, like, in their 20s, and they see a garage, and then, like, the next shot is, like, the garage door opening, and they're, like, putting a table together, and then they both have microphones, and it's, like, they're starting a podcast. Oh, it's, Uh, I know what it is. It's a stomach medication. Why am I not in this commercial? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's, like, a a stomach medication, and they, like, sit down to, like, record their podcast, and then the one girl's, like, "Uh uh-oh, like...
1: Oh, she, got, she has stomach issues. She's got to go to the bathroom. Wait, yeah. this is like you. You have stomach issues sometimes. I do. Don't
0: you? Oh, yeah. Not usually when we record, but no, that's what that's happened. That's never in happened this, when we record. That's what happened in this. Um, but though, like, why did you get this audition?
1: You would have been perfect for it.
0: I know. You know. Sometimes it just it doesn't come in. You know. You don't get all of them, but. We'll see. We'll see. You know, now they're going to listen to this episode and be like, how do we not record the the real, you know, sometimes they're (laughs) like, we need real people, not actors. I I am the real life person with stomach problems and a podcast. I'm going to find this commercial and send it to you. And if you guys have seen this commercial, if you're listening and you've seen it, please let me know because I even said I hate this. What is this commercial? And Jared's like laughing at me because... (laughs) He's like, she relates too hard to this. Uh, That's
1: so perfect.
0: uh, Ellen, you don't have anything you'd say to a boss?
1: I mean, I probably would have some things to say to a boss. It's just there are so many things I could say.
0: I don't feel like you you don't – you won't, like – like you said before, you would be quiet if you saw something wrong. I don't think you would, like – get oh, I in a would room never. and yell at a boss. No, So we had someone uh, a while ago, uh, I asked if anyone wanted to do a call on the show because we haven't done a call in a really long time. And uh, someone on Twitter responded and they said, if you ever are looking to talk to a person whose job is to manage newspaper distribution in Montana, I'm your guy. And I thought yeah i'd like to know about it i want to know i i have right i have some i'm curious i have some questions and uh, i'm excited to know why they wanted to talk to us uh but um so we're gonna let this guest on okay hello alex hello hi hello alex alex welcome to the podcast how are you
2: i'm doing well thank you i'm
0: happy to have you here yeah Thanks for responding. You know, I, I love to talk to people from all over the place. And you said you had a lot of buzzwords in your response on Twitter. You know, you said that you, you are employed. Congratulations. Uh, and that your job is to manage newspaper distribution in Montana. Yes. That's very impressive. That is very impressive. Two, you know, duds in New York who are, who are doing a podcast right now. I, I'm like, wow, this guy really has it together. Uh, you're really <laughs> far from it, do. really.
2: But I try. <laughs> <laughs> Are you
0: from Montana?
2: I am not. I grew up in Colorado, uh, and I went to college in Ohio, and now I'm in Montana. Nice. Hmm. Very nice. How did you end up there? Um, I Well, I grew up in the mountains in Colorado in a little tiny town that no one's ever heard of, and I missed the mountains, and Colorado was too expensive, so I picked Montana instead
0: i love that i I love that you were like we're on a map makes sense for me and physically you know yeah with my physical surroundings that's beautiful i hate that i picked new york every day i wish i could leave this awful city (laughs) they won't let her leave she's not allowed to go (laughs) they won't let me leave oh my god so i wanted to know i'm curious tell me about your job tell me what you do because you know you said it and it sounds great but i want to know what that means
2: well, it's, it's a little bit more local than the buzzwords would have you believe. I, um, I, I do manage a pretty large area, but I, I live in Missoula, Montana, um, which is a town of about 70,000 or so. Okay. And the local paper here, the Missoulian, I'm a circulation manager. And so m- my job is to coordinate all of the d- people who deliver the newspaper. Wow. Um, and we cover a pretty wide we, – we cover a range of about 250 miles north and south.
0: And how are they delivering them?
2: Uh, Trucks? Well, yeah, um, <laughs> they're, uh, they're they're printed, and then we have a little warehouse for distribution, and then they, they come and pick them up. And we've got a couple of people that truck them to different cities, but, uh, for, yeah, people are just driving them all over the place and then driving them to addresses. There's. A, mm-hmm. we, I was going to say – we Does deli- anyone
0: do the bike anymore? You know, no, like
2: I- I'm not sure it's possible to do that anymore because the areas that people deliver are just too big these days and there's too mm. many there's too many papers to manage of over too large of an area.
0: Don't you feel like that was so nice how every movie started out with like a paper boy on the mm-hmm. bicycle and yeah. then they toss it into the yard and you're like, wow, the suburbs seem lovely. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, and it, it uh, does happen occasionally where if we have somebody quit or if we've got somebody that can't deliver for whatever reasons, uh, depending on what our staffing situation is, I have to step in and do that sometimes. Oh, wow. Um, and and I'll run into old people all the time when I'm doing that. That'll be like, I delivered papers on my bike when I was eight years old in 1942.
1: And oh, <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> and you're like, I'm the manager. Someone didn't show up for work.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a little bit
0: different. Oh, yeah, I love that. So I have a question. And uh, maybe you can't answer this. But do you get the news first like do you get the paper before everyone like can you well, see the newspaper first I,
2: ca- I can it's very rare that I actually look at it because <laughs> you're like I have Twitter <laughs> yeah. um, our our local news is isn't that exciting and the national news I get from the internet and so every it's very rare that I'll I'll look at the newspaper and see the front page and be like oh that's something I actually want to read today Wow. But so I, I, I'll i see the front page, but I, I very rarely crack it open anymore except to do the crossword.
0: Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. Wait, what was the uh, what was the name of the newspaper
2: again? The Missoulian.
0: The Missoulian. I, I love you that know, name. Shout out to the Missoulian. You know, if they're listening to this, put Alex on the cover uh, for being uh, my guest on today's episode of Unemployed. Uh, <laughs> well, I really think that would be a, some fun
2: press. Apropos of Unemployed, I'm actually only going to be here for about another month. Um, because I'm, I'm moving again. (laughs) Oh, Uh, I thought you were going
0: to say that, like, this was not on
2: your terms. No, 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 no. No, I'm, uh, I have a, I have a, I have a five-year-old little girl, um, and, uh, me and her mom are moving back to Ohio, uh, to be closer to her mom's family.
0: That's nice. Cool. And So
2: in about six weeks, I will be unemployed (laughs) and I'm, and I'm working to fix that right now.
0: I love how you say working to fix it. You know, some of us embrace it. You don't have to always fix it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, that's probably the most, the, the better way to look at unemployment is fix it and don't
1: be in it. Uh, it's also work. Unemployment is work because you're looking for a new job. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh it's, always. It, it's definitely been work. And I'm looking for a new apartment right now and everything. So,
0: yeah. That's I, I'm, a lot.
2: I, I'm in the stress of it right now.
0: I hope you told you've told them already, right? This is y- yes, yes, I have. Okay, <laughs> going to you've said it on the podcast. So, God forbid, I was talking about before. I know someone who got laid off or fired because they said something on a podcast. You know, they're not going to be like, "Hey, Alex uh, gave his notice on a podcast." Um. Yeah, no,
2: uh, they've known for about two weeks now.
0: Okay, that's a nice amount of time. Do you, have you enjoyed it there? Have you? Like,
2: yes. I, I, well, enjoy? I have enjoyed it, and it's a very odd job. Um, I, I know the reaction you're going to give when I say this, but I have very, <laughs> I have very odd work hours. Uh, my normal day okay. is two a.m. to ten a.m.
1: Wow. Yeah. Was that's... that the reaction you wanted? Well, what yes. if I was like, well, wow.
2: Well, every single person I've ever told that goes, wow. How do you <laughs> oh, do I'm... that?
1: with a kid too i'd imagine that's well it's a actually that easier high.
2: with the kid um, oh really I, I don't have to worry about daycare or anything like that oh
1: yeah but when do you sleep <laughs> yeah i was gonna say then you work as as
0: a parent all day and then go to work at night
2: i i manage to sneak in about an hour to two hours of a nap in in the afternoon most days and then i okay. sleep i sleep four or five hours at night and i'm good to go
0: wow you oh, got figure it figured out you got a double wow from me that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Would you, are you, so now that you're looking for new jobs in Ohio, are you, do you want to keep that kind of job and that kind of schedule? I figured it was going to be weird hours because the newspaper comes out yeah. in the morning and you yeah. Know.
2: Um, well, I, it's, 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 what I've been, it's what I've been doing for about five years now. And before that I was a night, I was a night shift manager at McDonald's for four years in college. So, um, so
0: you're used to this nighttime.
2: Yeah. I've, You've, I, have it has been a long time since I've had a normal sleep schedule. So,
0: wow, may I ask, does your wife work in the day?
2: She does. So, well, and it, I got be... I should clarify, we're not actually together anymore. Okay, um, got it. It was an amicable split up, and there's no bad feelings or anything. That, and I mean, we decided to make this move together. So, mm-hmm. but, um, but it's been. I mean, we work together pretty well and she works during the day. And then I come pick her up when I get off work and then I drop her off before bedtime on days that I work on days that I'm off. She sleeps at my house. So.
1: Oh, that's wow. great co-parenting. Love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you do have it together. Remember you were like, I don't have it together. I'm like, mm, this sounds like <laughs> a, it sounds like you have your week planned out and you have a nice schedule and you know, yeah. the hours you're able to do. That's, that's, pr- I, I admire that. I really think that's cool. Um, so you want to keep this nighttime – you want to keep the nighttime party going, right? Well, you, you like- maybe.
2: I, I, I'm open to other things. One of the jobs I'm looking at right now is uh, – a, a job I just submitted an application for this morning, actually, was to do basically what I do for FedEx, but with FedEx drivers. Cool. But And that would be a 9 to 5. So. Wow.
0: That would be cool. That's a different I, world. You're going to show up first yeah. day and be like – nine to five thing. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I I, I don't know how I'll handle nine to five, but I'll give it a try if I can find something.
0: It's so funny because you say nine to five, you know, like there are so many people who are nine to fivers, right? And they Mm -hmm. always have been, and they always will be. And that is, those are the hours they work. They will not work past five. They will not work before nine. Mm -hmm. And then like I used to work in restaurants and bars you know and mm-hmm. and Ellen and I worked for HQ trivia and like all these jobs and I I do comedy shows everything's at night yeah. <laughs> so like and tonight I have to work tonight so I always think of like work as like yeah. I don't sometimes I don't eat breakfast until 2 p.m. or like shower at 3 p.m. cuz it's still like my morning um and then you know I did have a 9 to 5 job and I remember it it the hard transition alex i'll say that start yeah. start setting the alarm now because <laughs> <laughs> i had to lie every day i was like oh oh i missed my train and they're like no you didn't like yeah every day <laughs> every day i was like oh yeah you know my dog was sick again someone ate my homework uh, yeah like, this is you know school. what this
1: this fedex job reminds me of though. castaway tom hanks
2: oh yeah I don't know. Is if it I'll like be, that? I, I won't. Be, I won't be that important.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well,
0: just be yet, careful, Alex. Yet <laughs> you seem like you're gonna climb that ladder real fast. You know they're gonna be glad to have you in Ohio. Uh, we'll are see. you? Are you? Um, I feel like this is this is exciting. I feel like this is a cool part. Uh, like. An exciting time in in your life to move. I don't know if you feel this way, but after the pandemic, I sort of feel a little jaded by where I am because I've been here for so many yeah. days that, uh, like, m- my boyfriend and I are considering moving. And it's just like, I don't know. There's something nice about like a fresh start in this new, yeah, hope hopefully post COVID
1: soon world. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so yeah, we'll yeah, change the scenery. COVID.
2: Yeah. Yeah is interesting from my perspective because I like, I wore the mask. I was very careful. I got the um, vaccination and everything, but my day to day life didn't really change during the pandemic because Mm. I I was an essential worker. I never had any time off from COVID or anything like that. Um, And so it's, it's seeing all the people talk about it like that is strange to me because that wasn't my experience. Mm.
0: You know, I, I feel I feel a little bit of both because I uh, got really good at being like unemployed. Um, So (laughs) when we were in COVID, I was like, back to this life. okay, here I go again. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, I want to say thank you for continuing to work throughout the entire pandemic, because you know what? There are a lot of people who needed that newspaper every morning. And, you know, they had enough change in their life that you kept it. You kept something consistent for them. So I think that's really cool that you got to work during oh. the whole pandemic.
2: Yeah, thank you. Um, well, and my life didn't change enough to the fact that this is actually my very first ever Zoom call.
1: Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh my God. I
0: honestly, I feel like, I feel honored. Uh, is there is there anything, oh my God, this is your first Zoom call. Yeah. I'm blown away. Honestly, <laughs> I forget. What, what, what was your job again? I'm blown away. No, I'm kidding.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining Zoom for us. Um,
2: oh, it's no problem. Wow. It's, um, my family is technologically illiterate, so it just wasn't something <laughs> that we ever did.
1: <gasps> don't worry, I didn't do it until I had to do this podcast somehow. So I, I was like, sometimes people... I still don't understand why we're using Zoom. There's so many <laughs> other ways to do a video chat. Like, why well, did we start using Zoom? <laughs> well, and that, that was a
2: strange thing that I was thinking about when all of this first started, and everyone was talking about Zoom meetings, Zoom meetings, Zoom meetings. I had never heard of Zoom before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and there were, but I, I knew about stuff like Skype, and uh, I used to, I, I know of one called like GoTo and stuff like that. There are a lot of different services. So I just don't understand how Zoom ended up being the one.
0: Right? Yeah. I know. It's funny. You said Skype. I was like, wow, I haven't heard that word in forever. It's like the old, the old sister they forgot about, you know, the mm-hmm. Skype. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Alex, do you listen to the podcast? I'm curious how you found us and shared, I, you know, or, your life with us.
2: I, I I've learned about you in the early days of HQ. Uh, i I, I was a word nerd and hell
0: yes you were yes you know i love meeting the word nerds because there's a lot of (laughs) trivia nerds but the word nerds are
2: are cooler yeah (laughs) um but and then i I enjoyed your style and so i looked up some of your youtube video stand-up stuff i love comedy so um, and then i started following you on twitter and i listened to about an episode and a half of the podcast today, but I had never listened to it today.
0: (laughs) Well, I hope I made you a believer. Uh, I hope I brought you into this world. Um, That's so sweet. I'm flattered. Thank you so much for supporting some stuff I've done.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Ellen was the producer of HQ. Oh,
2: that's cool. I I didn't know that.
0: that. Yeah. I worked there. Yeah. Ellen, Ellen made that thing run. Uh, You know, I just stood in front of the camera and, and did that stuff, but.
1: Mm-hmm. All those graphics,
0: the all those extra lives you got, all those graphics, all those, you know, winner, winner, chicken dinner videos. That was yeah. all Ellen. <laughs>
2: well, awesome. Well, th- thank you for that. I, I haven't played in a, quite a while now, but I enjoyed it while I did it.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's great. Well, Alex, it was awesome meeting you. Thank you so much for calling in and just, you know, showing us a little bit into your life in Montana, soon Ab- to be Ohio.
2: Absolutely. It was a pleasure to meet you.
0: Thanks. All right. Keep in touch. Let me know what kind of job you end up with in Ohio. We're going to follow up with you. Okay.
2: Okay. Sounds good. You've got my email.
0: All right. I do. I definitely do. Thanks, right. Alex. Thanks,
2: Alex. Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye. Okay. That was great. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Oh my God. That's this cool was guy. so fun. We end with a call. Ellen, I like this. We should do another catch-up episode like this. Hell yeah. And guys, if listeners out there, if you want to call into the show and let us know about the jobs you've had or have lost, or you know, want to say hi or fan of the show, have a fun mm-hmm. job story. Um, I love connecting with the fans. I love to do it when I was on HQ, and I love doing it here. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. Even though Alex is a new fan.
1: I love learning about people's jobs. I've never even thought about somebody. There needs to be somebody to coordinate newspaper routes. Right? What? Yeah. That's great.
0: I know. And it's really cool. I think it's it's so cool that that he got to do that for people. Like, you know, imagine not having, like, your morning coffee every day. Like, there are certain things that, like, you don't want everything to change in the face of, you mm-hmm. know, a pandemic or whatever. So I think it's really cool that he he got. He did his job the whole time. For sure. And uh, yeah, he's dedicated. He's going to find something even better in Ohio. I feel it. I feel it for Alex. Um, All right. That's it. If you guys want to say any mean shit or nice shit to your old bosses, you know (laughs) where to find us. The unemployed team at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter. I mean, it's really not hard. Unemployed with Anna. You can find me everywhere Uh, and find Ellen. You know, Ellen, do you want people to follow you? I never ask you because Ellen's more private. Uh um, Ellen.
1: Yeah, you could follow me. Probably if you just look my name up, you'll probably find my account. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make it harder. That's like saying like what day is it? And it's like, um, Anna, you could probably look at a calendar. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna tell you, but Listen,
1: um, okay. Um follow me on Instagram. It's my full name, Ellen Amelia Burke, I think.
0: Yes. And I'm um, at Anna Roisman. And uh, everybody go, like, uh, I did a little influencer job today. You know that's, like, hitting gold. I love influencing. Uh, so go yeah. find my post. Although this episode's going to come out. I don't know when
1: it's going to come out. But go find Hopefully my post. Hopefully by then Popcorners will have given you some <laughs> some Popcorners <sighs> to promote.
0: But for now, download Acorn TV. You got I got a code for it. Ellen probably would. You probably would like what I influenced today because – it is actual like international TV shows. And yeah. I feel like that I is love, very I love
1: Ellen. the BBC. Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. You got to download Acorn TV. I got a code for you. Okay. 30% off. Oh, well. All right. That's it. That's our episode. Uh, we'll be back with more. But go listen to all 75 other ones in the meantime. And if you want to see me in a bra, join the Patreon. <laughs> Woo! Jared pops up. What's she talking about? <laughs> Excuse me? All right. Thanks, all right. guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Right now, I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has supported our Patreon. This is your shout-out right here from me. Tons of love. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon, all of our videos go up there. Sometimes I just write fun things because I feel like it. And it's just a really nice way to support us at Unemployed and, you know, so we can keep this thing going. We do it for nothing. We do it for fun. We do it for you to listen to. So definitely check out the Patreon. And right now, huge shout-out to our patrons, Bill Horton, Chi of Steele, Danielle McCartney, Lori Jackson, Jeannie Logan, we got Joe Galati, Chris Arneson, Jordan Lucero, Oscar Yuen, Ken Levin, and Vic Terry. Thank you so much. You have no idea how much it means to us, and I appreciate you, and I see you, and I love you.